Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From the kitchen of the cabin, we look at the best games of all time according to Board Game Geek in Ben and Steve's Advent Calendar. So the books are in, Ben. What's the date, Steve? Oh, today is... The 10th, is it? The 10th of December. Yeah. Remember, remember, the 10th of December. And we're at a real Christmas market. Definitely at a Christmas market like we were yesterday. Yeah, we were at a real one yesterday. Yeah. Um, that's real shitty Christmas music playing in the background. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I, I was going to say, at the beginning, the votes are in. Okay, the votes are in. Yeah, it's been decided. What's, what's been decided? The Oxford University Press word of the year is Riz. Ben, do you have Riz? I don't have Riz. I've never had it. Do you have Riz? Well, <laughs> I didn't know what it was until someone explained it to me. Until until Very Bad Wizards explained it and to apparently you. Apparently, if you don't know what Riz is... You don't have Riz. You don't have it. Yeah. yeah. yeah so. It comes from charisma, doesn't it? It does. It means, it means to be good with the ladies. Is it is it important to shorten the word charisma, though? Or is yeah. it simply... This is simply how language evolves. This is how... It's slang, isn't it? It's how slang happens. It's, it's apparently spelled R-I-Z-Z. Yeah. Why do you need two Z's? Because it's cooler. Why not R-I-S? It's like... It's like um, I mean, two Z's is definitely cooler. Like Buzz. Like you're like Steve the Insufferable Bellend, right? I get, many people know me that way. But yeah. that gets shortened to fucking Steve. You know what I mean? <laughs> Every time I do anything. Anyway, say anything. so do you think, Steve, that Stefan Feld has Riz? I think Stefan Feld's games often have quite a superfluity of Riz. Mm. It depends on the game, though. I don't think every single one of them is a winner. So the sort of point salad thing that he does, sometimes it works, yep. sometimes it doesn't. When it works, it really works. I've never played a bad Stefan Feld game. I did not love Hamburg. I've, I, I haven't played it, I must confess. Well, you're but not going to because I sold it, but I do have right. Amsterdam on the shelf. But I played a lot of games from him that are just fine. I thought Carpe Diem was just fine. Like, I didn't think it hit the ball out of the park. So, this is this is a rare situation yeah. where the BGG Top 25 gets it correct, Steve. You mean the exact positioning? Well, not the exact positioning. The top 25? No, this is the highest-ranked Stefan Feld game. Mm. Okay. And it's the best Stefan Feld game. You think it's better than Trajan? I love Trajan 2. They're very close together in my Wait, heart. Is a sequel? Yeah. What, what's, what happens in the sequel? Like, he builds two arches. Nice. And then fucking has sex with 
his sister or something. Oh, that's are what they, the ancient Romans did. Are they going to do a Trajan 3? Yeah. When's it coming out? Next week. It's probably Queen Games, though, and it's going to cost 150 euros. Exactly. Because exactly. it's not sustainable or whatever. Is that is that their marketing? Is that what they're saying, why these games so. are so expensive? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they, they make them in Germany. Therefore, they're sustainable. Therefore... They cost 150 euros. I mean, they make them using anthrax and asbestos, Do but they? it's in Germany, Steve. Yeah, then it's okay, because like, it's local. They're exactly. locally produced games. But what if you're sending them to Australia? Then they're not locally produced anymore, are they? Then, then it's not fucking. Then it's bullshit. Well, isn't then it? they cost 200 euros. And it's bullshit. What if you're sending it to New Zealand? Right, exactly. It's probably like 300 euros, which is like one small fraction of the price that CD Hunter is going to have to pay. Right. To fly us out there, which, like, any day now I'm waiting to happen. I, I still haven't... You know, the thing is, the closer uh, it gets to it, yeah. the more it's going to cost him. Do, do you think he's trying to keep us in suspense? I think so. I think it's probably some secret Santa thing. Yeah. And I think there'll probably be a sort of burly man in lingerie will come to our doors and go, Ho, 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 mates. Here's the tickets to Australia in Zealand. So the thing is, it takes, like, three days to fly to New Zealand. Does it? Are you going to be prepared on, like, December 21st yeah. when the tickets arrive with the, the, the Australian messenger with yeah. the accent? Are you going to be prepared to just drop everything and fly to New Zealand? Yeah, like, just sure, like, why not? Just like that? Yeah, yeah, you? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It's a once-in-a-lifetime Absol- trip to Hobbiton, isn't it? Ab- absolutely. I mean, I don't know if I'm going to have time. I think we should do the Christmas party first and yeah. then do the tour of Asia yeah. that we yeah. planned, you know? Yeah, just to sort of chill out. Yeah, I mean, I think CD Hunter could join us for the New Year's leg. Yeah. In, like, you know, Taiwan or something. Well, we're going to need someone to serve us drinks, aren't we? Yeah, that's a good point. I don't want to have to get up and get the drinks all exactly, the time. Exactly, exactly. I have to do enough of that at the Christmas market. So, anyway, on that, yeah. Castles of Burgundy, Steve. Castles of Burgundy. So, we're talking about the new, like, 25th anniversary or whatever it is, deluxe edition. Really hate that deluxe edition. Is it 25th anniversary? 10th I don't anniversary? No, of course it isn't. It's just, like, money grab uh, edition, right? So, someone had it at our game night the other night. And you loved it. No, it looked really tacky. Like, the Bakelite pieces are really shiny. I believe you cast upon it an eye of scorn. I did. And because... So, Castles of Burgundy is always... Was always the game I would use as an experience... As an example for not needing a fucking douchey, bourgeois, fucking 300-quid version, right? Because I would say, look, Castles of Burgundy is 40 quid. And you get more game in this 40 quid than... In a thousand Vitalisurda games. And yet, Stephen, even this they've made into a big shitty fucking dildo encrusted bullshit version. I mean, I actually think the original design could use some improvements. Like the, the yellow tiles are very hard to read and you have to like look You're stuff You're very up. hard to read. You have to look. I really am not. Sometimes I'm thinking. I wear everything on my sleeve. Yeah, including fucking a badge saying I'm a twat. So I want to. I want to use a word that you use sometimes. Yeah. It's, it's kind of a douchey word. You like to use it with board I games. don't use douchey words. Interface. Right. You do, Which is a douche word. Yeah. You do talk about the interface to games sometimes. I think Castles of Burgundy is the perfect example of a game where uh, you don't need to have, like, pimped components no. in a fancy production. Because it, you get lost in the interface. Like, yeah. all of that shit just, like, melts away because you're captured by the experience of the game. Look, the point is, Steve, right? You're drawn into this interface. The point is a one-pound paperback classic transports the story as well as creamed paper I, from a fucking I stopped caring about Egyptian the shit. fucking ass. I stopped caring about the shit Aaliyah components because I'm so 
drawn into the experience. Because I don't of think play. that's particularly shit. I think that's fine. Because the, the art is in the mechanics, as we're always talking mm. about. I mean, exactly. It's, it's, it's nice to have nice components, but it, it doesn't like sell the experience. No, it I think make the game. I think there are some games <clears throat> that it helps. Scythe. Scythe, because it's just components. Yeah, it's all right? components. You but, could you could like get a box of scythe components and just make your own game. Right, exactly. You know, just like fucking throw them at each other. It's more fun. And um, we're not talking about scythe. We're talking about Castle Burgundy. You can just like go around the neighborhood on mischief night and break car windows with scythe minis. So <laughs> big fucking fun. So the point is, I think with Castles of Burgundy, is it's one of these golden age games. And we keep talking about these this golden age of Euro games. Is it golden age though? I mean, it's like oh sure. I didn't think it was actually that long ago. It's so simple. It is. It's Golden Age style, but does it come from the Golden Age? Oh, well, it's Age? like 2010. I mean, that's. Is that? Is that? I like, still consider like at the that. End. I think. I think Kickstarter presages the end of the Golden Age, and Kickstarter didn't really become the fucking clusterfuck that it is now until 2015, 2016. Okay. Okay. I didn't realize you were talking like the dates were so late in this case. Mm. I think that you know what Kickstarter does is encourage baggy game design because it's all about fitting loads of shit in at the last minute to fucking encourage people like fucking Skinnerian pigeons to hit the fucking button the thing you know is, what I mean the thing is Castles of Burgundy is also a good example of a golden age game that is now being like repackaged for the silver age mm. right it's happening to game after game after game they're going on Kickstarter they're getting deluxified editions they're getting expansions they're getting like it's not just a deluxe edition. There's always, like, the super deluxe edition, right? You can't just have the deluxe edition for 80 euros. You have to get, like, the god edition for 95 euros. Exactly. With 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 the expansions that you don't need, with the neoprene play mat, yeah. with all the dildos. So the one thing I would defend this new production of Castles of Burgundy, <laughs> if that was the only version, I would be fucking annoyed by it. But it's not. You can still buy the Aaliyah version, which is fine. Then you can buy it for 40 quid... And frankly, you're the sensible one if you do. You know, something I don't understand about the games world. I mean, I do and I don't understand it. Like, the most beautiful thing about the board game hobby has got to be the secondary market. Okay. You don't have to pay full price and buy anything new unless you have to have the newest shit right away. Right. Then you do. But you you wait a little bit of... Like, you can get a used copy of Castles of Burgundy, the Aaliyah edition, I'm sure. I'm not looking at it right now. 20, maybe 15... Like, if you don't have to have, like, a near-mint one, if it doesn't have to be, like, new and shrink, and it will be perfectly fine. Amazing. These are not collector's items, for the most part. And and what's so interesting, though... This is is, is often neglected, though, especially in our discussions of games that become overpriced. Like, you can can buy them used. So, So I think why I'm so annoyed by the big collector dildo edition of Castles of Burgundy is because, as I said, this was always a game for me that highlighted all the aspects I loved about the golden age of gaming. A razor-sharp game that only has just as much as it needs and yet provides a fucking super-deep experience. A brilliant central concept. A game that is faultlessly designed in a package that is not meant to distract you with toys, that is meant to highlight the mechanical brilliance. And and it has been overtaken by this by this avaricious 
new sense of everything having to be bourgeois. We live in a bourgeois age. The arts are controlled by the bourgeois because if you're working class, you can't go into the arts anymore because there's no money. Here we go. And and, and my my hobby is being subsumed by the greed. By the greed of upper middle class people. The board game hobby is being gentrified like Neukölln in Berlin was gentrified, like Prenzlauer Berg in Berlin was gentrified, like Brooklyn was gentrified. It ruins it. It makes it undemocratic and it fundamentally makes it about status. And this should be the opposite of what games are about, no? Wow, what a rant. I mean, twas ever thus been. Well, yeah, we, we, well, we can aspire for fucking good, can't we? So let me ask you this. What, yeah. what does this deluxified edition of Castles of Burgundy, like, add to the hobby? Nothing. What does it add? It adds, it adds... You know what it adds? It adds the ability of that guy to show up to game night yeah. and to be able to say, I have this. Yes. I, I own it. I have some fucking job in tech which pays me loads of money so I can spunk every fucking penny I have on these stupid big games, is what it says. So it is vulgar. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to betray a little bit of vulnerability here, and you, yeah. can me, you can give me shit for it if you want. I will. I know you will. So I want to compare, let's say, you know, dropping 150 euros, yeah. or quid as you call them, yeah. on uh, Castles of Burgundy Deluxified Edition, yeah. versus something that I would do and have done, which is to spend 100 euros on like a hard to find splatter game it's not I, a few have not always been splatter games but like if there's something I really want and it will not be some deluxified game it will be some game from 20 years ago that's simply very rare and I, and I want to be able to play it and the only no, way to don't. do it is to buy it you want to be able to own it well you can you can give me shit for that in a second but would you say that these are different things qualitatively um yes the reason because one is born out of passion and one is born out of crudity and crassness. I mean, I did. I think I paid 100 euros to get a copy of Greed Incorporated, which now they're talking about reprinting. Right. Probably when they reprint it, it will still cost 100 euros. Sure. And I did play it. I hope I play it again. I mean, it was worth it. It's really good. And the only way I could have had it was to... But it's not like a deluxe game. It is just what it is. But, yeah. it's, but it's hard to find. There aren't that many of them. People covet them, and you don't see that many on the market very often. Whereas this Castle of Burgundy thing, it's like... A, an expensive toy. It's an expensive toy. You're, you're paying. You're not paying for like the value it has among the people, you know, the, the collectors in the hobby or whatever. The accrued value or the earned value. You're just paying like how much it costs to manufacture a bunch of plastic faff in China, right? And ship it to like the greedy tech workers that you have such disdain for. Exactly. And so, to end, I'm just going to say, as I said, adds nothing to the hobby and as as nothing to the game. It doesn't make the game better, does it? No, it doesn't make the game better. So. You lot listening to this, weigh in. Most of you are upper middle class people, so uh, tell me why I'm being a fascist or something. Yeah, join the join the Discord. Yeah, if you're not already there, and just weigh in with all the other dickheads. Everybody's got an opinion on the Discord. Exactly. You can be like them. Right. Well, I'm going to go home now, and then I'll see you here tomorrow, same time, same station. I can only do one of these a day, Ben. Let's come yeah. back tomorrow. All right. Thank you for listening. You can support the show at patreon.com forward slash 5G for D and join the Discord by going to 5G for D.com. Have a very Merry Christmas. Christmas.